Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast, is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MLC podcast. So my name's Georgie and I am here with Rev. So I want to start with a, a good opening question. Yep. This one I think you're going to like. I know that you're a massive Star Wars fan. Am I correct? That's right. I am. Yep. Um, which Star Wars movie is your favorite? Wow. So many to choose from. But I actually think the last one is the one I really like. And what if I told you I've never seen a single Star Wars ah, movie? Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so career-wise, I know you went to NASA. And we did bring this up um, at a chapel, didn't we? Uh, at some point, I'm sure we did. At some point, we did. How did that all come to be? Well, Georgie, it was a long time ago. I was an engineer for 10 years. Yeah. And so the last couple of years, I actually I moved from California to, to Houston at the, mm-hmm. to the Johnson Space Center. Yeah. So that's where I sort of finished up my career in aerospace. And then, so did you grow up in California then? I grew up in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. okay. And how long did you stay in Houston for? Uh, about three years. Oh. Yep. Okay. So I wasn't there a really long time. Yeah. But mostly because at some point in about 1986, middle of 1986, I really thought, you know, I think this engineering stuff is done for me. Mm-hmm. And I really had this th- thing that we call it, uh, it's a call. Yeah. It's this call to be a, a minister in the church. And it just turns out that I'm a chaplain at Methodist Ladies College now. Yeah. Found yeah. your way here. I, I did. <laughs> and why Why did you move to Australia? Uh, my wife's from Western Australia. Oh. And so there was a point where she said, I'm going. And I said, okay, I'm coming too. Which Count like me in. Idea. Seemed like a good idea. Yes. Yeah. And you did you like it at first when you came? Well, I came out for our engagement, which was in the, or like 1991, just to see the place. Yeah. Because I didn't even know where Western Australia was. I knew there was an Australia. Yeah. But, you know, when you get on the plane and you fly to Sydney and then they go, oh, well, you have to get on this other plane and fly another five hours. It's like, geez, where am I going? You're going to the middle of nowhere I pretty know, much. I know. But, you know, I love Western Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I've it's been here 25 years now. So I really do love Western Australia. I feel like you can't go for a drive without seeing someone you know. <laughs> you can't go anywhere without seeing yeah. someone um, you know. Yeah. So you came to Australia. And you're a reverend in Australia. Where did you start off? Like you came and you're a reverend. Where, which church? MLC. Well, you came straight to MLC. I came straight to MLC. My father-in-law saw the ad in the West Australian for a chaplain. <gasps> and yeah. we were going to be there in another couple of weeks. So uh, when we got here, I applied. Oh, that that's perfect, though. So I've only ever, I've never actually worked as a minister in a church. Yeah. I worked in our national church office of my denomination in the u.s mm-hmm. that was in cleveland mm-hmm. and now here at, at mlc i was at one of our other uniting church schools mm-hmm. and now back here at mlc and loving it and oh george oh, come on and loving, loving it. it loving <laughs> it do you think your love for star wars is correlated to your whole nasa situation well i was a big science fiction fan as a kid yeah and so you know science fiction and the astronauts and going to the moon and all that are all kind of came together where, you know, working at NASA, it was like, God, I'm really cool. Yeah, saying I worked at NASA, I remember because people didn't know that. I know. A lot of people didn't know. I only knew because when we were in Vietnam, you brought it up. Yep. 
Yep. So I was shocked, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I thought at that time maybe you were an astronaut. No. But that's, I think that's what a lot of people assume. Well, that's that's awfully kind, but no, I was never an astronaut. One of the important people behind the scenes. I was one of those dudes. Yeah. That's well, it. it's one of those things that I can look back on and say, well, that's something I did. Yeah. But I also can look back when I eventually retire at some point in the future, you know, that I was the chaplain at Methodist Ladies College. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the finest jobs I've ever had. Coming to school every day and working with young people, and you know, hearing what you have to say and your ideas and your points of view, and then being able to offer my own ideas mm-hmm. and points of view back, just to give the girls something to think about. Some wisdom. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope it's wisdom. Yeah. I, I try hard to be wise. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's what makes it really fun. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Is that your favorite part? Would you say? Um. You know, it's there's no one thing. It's can't pinpoint. Like I had a year eight class today, and the girls were great. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely brilliant. We were talking about things around Reconciliation Week. Oh, yeah. And they knew what was happening. And we were doing a particular focus on uh, the Kimberley region mm-hmm. back in the 1800s and um, what was happening there at the time. And they were like, yes, we, we didn't know that story, but this is a really interesting story. And it's a really interesting story for us as West Australians. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So you still have some family back in America, don't yep, you? Yeah, I sure do. Am I correct in saying your mum is going to listen to this podcast? I will send my mother a link. We'll see how that goes. Hello, <laughs> mum. It's Georgie here. <laughs> yeah. She is missing her college Sunday photo. She is. For this we year. Miss, yeah, that was I know, sad. I know. I said, look, I'll take double next year. Yeah. So Georgie, I've been thinking about how people in the world sort of understand um, the church today that maybe don't have much to do with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, because often when I talk to people just kind of out in the street about, you know, when they find out that I'm a minister in the United Church, they sort of talk to me about church in a way that probably hasn't been operative in the last 30 years Yeah, in terms of their understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate about the United Church and that what really drew me to, to the United Church when I moved here, when I moved to Western Australia, is its really progressive outlook. Yeah. And when I look at where the United Church is in terms of its vision and the values that we have here at MLC, I mean, they line up, they line up beautifully. Oh, yeah. You know, the kinds of things, like you said, that you and I went to, to Vietnam, and we had a fantastic time, but we were there not because we wanted to be on holiday. We're, we were all there because we were committed to serving that particular community. Yeah. So that every trip that we do, whether it's overseas or the things that we do locally here in WA, it's about serving the community. Mm-hmm. Us. Yeah. Like our friends across the road at Montclair, the Montclair H Care, mm. or it's um, you know little kids running around a school outside of Hanoi. Yeah, yeah, it's all about us serving a serving people. But even having you know religion in class, yeah. like we have every fortnight, I think every yeah. week actually. Um, and then on top of that, having assemblies. Yeah. Even though I'm not necessarily religious, I see what they stand for, mm. and like. I agree with that definitely, mm. which is great to see because then when I go and do service things like Vietnam, yeah. it's just great to see what comes out of things like that. Like yeah. I got a lot of internal benefits. Mm. It's good. Yeah. Cause it's just, you know, everyone's got different religious beliefs, but having churches like the Uniting Church is just like, doesn't matter what, doesn't mm. matter who you are, but if you have the morals such as willing to help others, then you're included. And I think that makes people And because we're such a diverse um, school community. Oh, I mean, yeah. There are girls from all kinds of different backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. So if I, years ago, I had a girl, she was in primary school. I think she's in about year eight now. And she, it was around the time of Ramadan. Oh, and yeah. it was an assembly. That's right. It was a Friday afternoon. It was an assembly. 
And I had talked about, no, maybe it was chapel. It was probably chapel. That's right. So I had talked about Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And um, because I just want the girls to just know that, yes, Christianity is central to the school, but there are other religions. There are other great religions. Islam is one of the great religions. Yeah. And Ramadan is an important event in the life of Muslims. And so this little girl, that's right, that's when it was, at the passing of the peace. Remember when we used oh, to do that? Oh, yeah. But she came up to me and she said, uh, Rev, I'm Muslim and I've been fasting and I'm really hungry. Because, of course, you know, the fasting during Ramadan yeah. is from Gosh. sunrise to sunset. Couldn't imagine. And I just said, well, keep, going. keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. That's and we can celebrate that. We can celebrate that this little girl who's Muslim is here at MLC, mm-hmm. part of our community, mm-hmm. uh, participating in, in Ramadan, you know, fasting. That was her commitment. That's her commitment. That was Good her commitment her. to her faith. That's right. Yeah. So how long has MLC been a part of the Uniting Church? Do you know? Well, the Uniting Church started in 1977. Wow. When the Presbyterians... The Methodists and the Congregational Churches came together yep. all across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all connected, very much connected, within the Uniting Church. We have a really great network of the seven schools. Yeah. Um, all the schools that have chaplains, we all know each other. We touch base. We look after each other. Um, so it's a, so there's a, I said there's a really great community and a really great feeling here within MLC. Well, that for me, that extends out to the, the chaplains that are out there at our other, at our other schools. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's great. I love it. Oh, it is great. Mm. Yeah. Little family that's not actually... That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. What's your favorite part about teaching religion at school? Oh, uh, bringing new ideas or bringing ideas to the girls and having them chew on it. Yeah. So one, yeah. <laughs> one of the girls said to me the other day, um, I think you play devil's advocate with us. And I went, oh, yes, okay. you're right. Yeah. We do. Because we'll put ideas out there mm-hmm. for our students to chew on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see it this way? You know, A, or do you see it this way? B. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rarely that I actually tell the girls exactly what I think about something, mm-hmm. because yeah. I really want them to have the opportunity to talk it over amongst themselves and work out their position, especially in a year twelve class where you're about to go out the door. Yeah. And whether whatever uni you go to or whatever it is you do, whether it's TAFE or, or work, you're just going to be thrown in with all kinds of different people. Yeah. So you need to be ready. You need to be, you know, have a good, clear, open mind. Hear what other people have to say. Understand their point of view. Um, and then decide, now, what do I think about that? Mm. And I think it just makes makes for a better person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that in our religion class, we do a lot of debates. Mm. We yep. love debates. Yep. We bring up a topic. But it's great because you listen, like, perhaps if I had a specific stance and then, but someone's giving me ideas on their stance. I'd be like, oh, that's that's actually true. Like, perhaps that could work. I mean, the thing that I really am loving over the last seven years is are the uh, the life statements for the year 12. Oh, the worldviews. Yes, indeed. And I, I tell them before I give out the assignment, I said, look, sometimes you're going to make me cry. There was one year, there was so much going on in those girls' lives. I was weeping at the end of every one of them. Yeah. But <gasps> um, because they were just, they were... They were being open and honest and authentic with me. With the worldview, they gave us, you know, the three tests. Yeah. Um, and then all the different options for worldviews. Yeah. And I'd never gone into that much depth before, I guess mm. you could say. Mm. But going into that much depth and then sitting the tests, I was like, oh, perhaps like it really gave me a different point of view and it mm. opened up my eyes, yeah. which is why I love religion because it literally opens up your eyes. Yeah. Like, they well, give we you... certainly, we sure hope so. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But oh, it's just good. such an open, open space. Thank you, everyone, for coming to the podcast today with the fabulous Rev. 
Um, I hope you all got something out of it. It's been amazing, Rev, to hear your story and get oh, some Georgie, tips. Look, when uh, I was asked to do this podcast and they said, who would you like to work with? You were it. Oh, stop Straight it. away. You're my Vietnam trip buddy. Oh. We, we just say ridiculous things to each other around the school, don't we? Honestly, I think we should go out on a limb and start our own podcast. <laughs> and we'll be the next biggest thing. <laughs> Thanks, Georgie. Thank you, Rev. Thank you.